Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the very sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Please tell me it's not about Tom. It's about Tom. Please tell me it's not about Tom. It's about Tom. It's about Tom. Rose, I know exactly when you're going to die, and I love that about me. Um, we're obviously referencing... One of the greatest cameos one, in the One of the greatest House. cameos of all time. The psychic who was on the first season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Was that the first and season? It was the first season. And yes, wow. today we are talking about Real Housewives as a franchise, as a pop cultural juggernaut. I feel like Housewives is kind of polarizing. Like, I personally just started watching um, in the pandemic. And so before that moment, I really did not want to consume any Housewives content at all. So if you have an aversion to it, maybe this conversation will key you into why we love it so much. Yeah, and we are going to go back to the beginning and see how it all started because this is like a virgin, the show where we give yesterday's pop culture today's takes. I'm Rose Domu. And I'm Fran Torado. Um, listen, New York virgins, we are coming for you. This is an extra special announcement. We are having a live show on June 28th at $3 Bill in Brooklyn. Rose, I'm so excited. Yes, we're doing our first live event. It's going to be so fun. We are going to have performers and secret special guests and thrills, thrills, chills, chills. Um, um, heart- audience participation, splash zones. There will be a splash zone. Yeah, heartbreak sure. will feel good in a place like this. Producer Phoebe will be there. 
Yeah, she and, m- might be, you know, um, playing a very stage momager, or sl- she might be slinging you merch. She might be, you know, wrangling drag queens. Who knows what will happen? So, New York virgins, tri-state area virgins, come spend a couple hours with us. It's going to be a really fun time, and we want you to be there at our first ever live show during Pride. You can get tickets um, with the link in the bio of our burner. That's like a virgin for 2069. I'm sure that Rose and I will put the ticket link in our own personal bios as well. Lots of different bios you can find the ticket link in. Just find the ticket link and buy a ticket and we will see you there. Yes. Um, And there's going to be a little bit of a party after, so we'll get to hang with you. How are you doing, Franny? Well, I mean, I'm exhausted. I I had a very, very bad travel day on Saturday that I... Oh, that's right. Oh my God. You, Instagram you really went through it this weekend. It was nightmarish. And I hope I never experienced that again. But what did you do this weekend, Rose? I feel like you had a, a quite a, the opposite weekend in that it was very lax and luxurious. I did. It was, I, um, I rented a cabin in Big Bear for a couple days. I wanted to do a little writing retreat, vacay moment. And I just spent, like my whole trip outside riding on the porch going in the hot tub and then i also did like watch a lot of tv at night after i was you know done writing for the day then i let myself watch tv and <laughs> read star wars fan Wait, fiction which really? is like my like cur- my current vice yeah i finally started watching obi-wan kenobi which I'm really enjoying the season. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, but the Star Wars fandom on the internet is really toxic. It's like really horrible. And the racism got to such a fever pitch that Ewan McGregor had to like make a video statement about it and say like, if you are racist, you are not a Star Wars fan and like get out. We we don't. Oh, I didn't know that happened. That's amazing. And so it's it's, it's good to see Disney and like the talent finally making a stand in this fandom but it's still really upsetting and a lot of, and so many people are like hate this show and i think it's really great and it really has me back on my ewan mcgregor bullshit my star wars bullshit the prequels are really like what i grew up with and i do love that era of star wars so this is really hitting a sweet spot for me Ugh, i've never gotten into any sort of star wars original series like the whole Baby Yoda thing, I was like, I, I, even that couldn't make me watch the show. We're going to need to do a Star Wars episode. Virgins, if you would like to hear that, let us know. I would like that, but I don't want to watch, like, the new ones. I only want to watch the, uh, the the OG3. Okay, um, well, another thing that I watched when I was in Big Bear was the entire first season of The Sex Lies of College Girls. Did you watch that when it was on? No, all I remember is that everyone told me to watch The Sex Lives of College Girls when it came out because they were like, oh my god, it's surprisingly good. And I was like, the fact that like so many people in a row are telling me it's quote-unquote surprisingly good I think is a little bit of a red flag. But um, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the latest person to tell you it is surprisingly good. The the, the pilot is pretty bad in terms of how it's written. Like mm. it's very much hello fellow teenagers. Like writers trying to replicate what they think teenagers talk like. Mm. But that 
that gets less and less as the show goes on. And there were several moments where I laughed out loud watching it. One of the lead girls is Polly and Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet's sister. And she does kind of look like Timothy Chalamet with boobs. What? Huge boobs. Huge jugs. (laughs) Jugs. I feel like I've seen a meme you've reposted of Timothy with huge jugs. And that's basically what his sister looks like. Oh my god. Well, I mean, gender goals, honestly. Um, But it's good. Yeah. I honestly need respite after finally watching The Staircase, um, which I told you very adamantly that I wasn't going to watch. But um, and that you and that when you did watch it this weekend, you said you weren't going to talk about it on the pod. Okay, so here's the thing about me is that um, sometimes I don't. You're know a liar. I'm, no, no, no. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. And when I said I wasn't going to watch The Staircase, I thought you were talking about the Mormon show with Andrew Garfield. Which I did also... Oh yeah, don't watch that. Babe. I loved it, but you will not. I watched the pilot of that, of the Andrew Garfield show, and let me tell you, I'm very happy that Andrew Garfield has found a zhuzh kind of playing the the same person over and over again, which is kind of like... It's kind of okay, like... gay? No, it's kind of like... No, no, it's actually like nice... It's like very nice conservative white guy who is insecure and not gay for some reason. Like, but he, kind of gay. But that's the thing, is like all of his because characters has, are gay, but his really... characters are very explicitly not gay, and you're like, why? Just be gay. I know, but, but I do ship him with his detective partner on yeah. the show. Yeah, the detective partner has sh- very they sexy have ener- energy. Um, but to the, staircase, to the point of the staircase, you know, it's very good. Um, it is like... And very gay. It's very bingeable, very and I, I'm not sure I would want to watch it if I if I wasn't binging. Sometimes it is a little background TV because of, like, you know, a lot of exposition and a lot of, like, stuff like that. Um, it does also sometimes feel like, you know, The Undoing if it was directed by Ari Aster. But I, I really... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, it, but yeah. it's good. Like, it's really good. And if you haven't watched it, it's basically just, like, Joni... 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 Tony Collette, <laughs> Joni Mitchell Collette. falls down the stairs. <laughs> Tony Collette falls down a staircase. She's extremely mangled and looks as if she's like murdered. And the husband says he didn't do it. And you're kind of following the story, trying to figure out if she actually fell or if she was murdered. And I am yes. not done and it's, yet. And though. it's based. And it's based off of a, a docu. It's based off a true story and it a is? documentary. Yes, Fran. I uh, didn't know that. Fran. Yes, <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's this is it's based off of a true story and a documentary about that story, which is kind of what started the entire modern true crime genre. Oh, wow. And so and so that's why I really liked the show. I mean, outside of the like great performances and the drama of it all, I think it's a really interesting take on what that true crime genre is looking back to the thing that created it. And what I love so much about Tony Collette in it is that in these pieces of media, true crime, you know, where there's like some, some dead white woman, um, that, that person is usually incredibly abstracted and like really absent from the narrative. And, and like, that's the thing with Kathleen 
in terms of like the reality of this crime is like she's very unknowable because she died and like most of the drama around her life happened after she was dead mm-hmm. and this show I think does an amazing job of making her a real person like obviously a fictionalized version of that but I think it's kind of inserting this woman back into her own story it honestly she Tony is so fucking captivating in everything she does but beyond the scene where that, she gets her ass ate oh my honey. god honey the way rimming in the kitchen ass ate for prestige tv in the name of god i emmy. let me she deserves emmys she deserves oh i hate accomplishments whatever. and rim jobs accomplishments and rim jobs and let me tell you also what tony has to do physically with her body in this show is so extremely difficult to do as an actor. And yet Tony is so good at dying on screen. And she has had to do this in countless movies. And it, it has drawn such a new respect for, for me. I've always loved Tony, but it's like such a new respect for me to realize that is it as an actor, it's actually extremely psychologically and physically difficult to do what she does over and over again. And I, I hope that this is like, you know, another award that she can win because she yeah. deserves it. But she also, what I appreciate her as an actor is that she doesn't get trapped in it. I think there was like um, a video going around on Twitter and then maybe also on TikTok of, some, of someone asking her if she does method acting. And she was like, no, I think that's pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I love. Like you can yeah. just be good at pretending, and yeah. she really is. Exactly. That's exactly it. Um, but anyways, um, I, that, I've, that's basically all I've been consuming aside from um, the the new B sides that were released from SZA's Control. Have you listened to that yet? I have not. Um, how are they? I I mean they're they're it's SZA, so it's always going to be like sublime and perfect and beautiful and heartbreaking. Um, some of these songs were released on SoundCloud last year by her. Um, one of them is called Jody, but it, on SoundCloud it was called Jody Foster. And that is actually my favorite of the new releases. I've been having it on repeat in my head, like literally like the refrain plays in my head all the time, all day, every day. It's like that good. But I think I just, the, the release is just so messy to me because like, where is her album and what was with these SoundCloud songs? And like, why are these SoundCloud songs all of a sudden a part of what I feel is like a absolutely perfect album that doesn't need to be touched at all. You know what I mean? Like when Bowen on our pod, um, if you haven't listened to Bowen's episode, our Taylor Swift's red episode, it's very good. But when Bowen said on our pod that control is the blue of our generation, like, that really is the T. Like, I feel like Control, to me, the same way Blue does, just encapsulates our generation perfectly with cultural references that we understand, with a heartbreak that's, like, very relatable, with, like, really, really, like, like poetic, like, true poetry in the lyricism that is sometimes abstract and sometimes crystal clear. Like, that is so Blue. And... Joni would never, you know, release Blue and then, like, release a bunch of B-sides. Like, like, it would just kind of taint the purity of something that is so perfect. And I think Control is perfect. Um, I mean, actually, like, Joni did release B-sides, um, like, a few years ago, actually. But, like, that doesn't count. That's, like, 50 years yeah. later. You know what I mean? Listen, and they were really good I, B-sides, but Joe Rogan did take them away from us. I love a B-side, but also, you know, part of making art is editing, 
and is about being intentional exactly. about what what you leave in the work you're making and what you take out of it. And part of the reason why some of the most iconic albums of all time are the way they are is because of those choices that were made. And like, especially if you listen to an album, you know, from beginning to end, like you're listening to it the way that the artist wanted you to. And like that is intentional in and of itself. So like, yes, it's always great to get some B-sides, but I still find myself thinking of, you know, the original as, as the, yeah, that's the thing that I'm going to want to go back to. Yeah. Same. And it's like, I'm not mad at Scissor or anything. It's just like, I, I just, I think I would have been very happy for any of these tracks to be released as singles. Like I didn't think that they need to be tacked onto something that is so, untouchable and SZA is so untouchable to me um but anyways those are those that's my music take for mm. the week uh yeah I will need to listen to that I also um Licky Lee just released a new album that I need to listen to so um hopefully I'll have some updated music thoughts next week while we're on the music portion have you listened to Christina's Spanish language album I have not. It's apparently going to be a series of Spanish language albums, question mark. I don't actually have the intel on this, but um, it's really good. I mean, a lot of it is, like, very generic. But, like, to hear Christina in this genre, which is sometimes, like, like straight-up mariachi, like, soul, like, ballad mariachi, is, like, so good. Um... And it's kind of giving what I wish Omar Apollo gave. And honestly, her Spanish, like, isn't that bad. Like, I, I feel like, you know, she, it, it's, it's not perfect, but she commits to it. And I think that's something that I really appreciated is that when you've ascended to the level as high as Christina, like, it's, it's a pretty major play to say, I'm going to do a Spanish language album. So, you know, I'm glad she's doing it. Good for her. Good for her. Do you want to talk about her dick? It's kind of baity to me. But maybe Christina pegs her husband. I just, I have a lot of doubts. But like, can't it just be a gag that she like wore a strap on? I mean, do we have to plummet for deeper meaning? Unfortunately, with me, I have no choice but to intellectualize and overprocess everything. However, as you're saying it, you know, maybe you're right. Um, I will tell you that I saw a movie last night that you would, there would be absolutely no way for you to to extract any kind of deeper Ooh. meaning from, which is Jurassic World <laughs> Dominion. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't I even know the subtitle. <laughs> the newest Jurassic World movie, um, which, you know, the whole thing about it is that it's reuniting all of the, the stars of the original Jurassic Park, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, and Sam Neill. And it's crazy to watch a two-and-a-half-hour Jurassic Park movie in which the dinosaurs are not even really the main feature of the movie. Wait, how? So the movie... Do I even want to know? The last movie ended with dinosaurs now being out in the world. And I thought that would be the premise of this movie. Like, that's really interesting. What's the world like when dinosaurs live among us? Instead, it takes a sharp turn away from that and becomes about this, like tech pharmaceutical company who have used um d- like dinosaur dna to make these crazy locusts that are like eating all of the world's what? crops and so the movie weirdly becomes about bugs, bugs prehistoric and bugs corp- but but bugs and corporate espionage i love corporate um, espionage 
Obviously. And it's just really weird. It was very long. It's also a lot about clones because there's a clone girl. I hate clones. And, and like, I just... The point of Jurassic Park is the dinosaurs. It is not... It's yes, it's about the humans trying to survive the dinosaurs, but it's about dinosaurs. So to watch a movie in which the dinosaurs are like a secondary thing, what, babe, what are we doing that here? That makes no sense to me, and that's infuriating because I really do love Jurassic Park so much. The last movie, I do too, was and a little bit of a flop. Yeah, and I still had a good time. There were some good moments. There's um, there's a scene. Bryce Dallas Howard, honestly, was one of the best parts of the movie, her and Laura Dern. And there's a scene where Bryce Dallas Howard is crawling into a swamp to get away from this dinosaur. And it actually was probably the best part of the movie. It was incredibly tense. Um, And that's that's the kind of thing you want when you are watching a Jurassic Park movie. You want to see people trying to not get eaten or... People getting eaten by dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there was not, there was not enough of that. And also, you know, hate Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, or Chris Crisp Rat, as he is referred to. Um, Chris Pratt. But you know, Laura Dern looked amazing. Was amazing. I just wish she hadn't spent most of her time in the film talking about bugs and the bugs were really I gross talk, i don't want to hear about the fucking bugs that sounds stupid get the get the bug off the screen i'm not watching oh my god that. speaking of something that i wanted off the screen this week i'm not going to recap the legendary finale that aired because i just have too many thoughts on it but girl the finale opens and the judges you know are coming out to present you know they always present their kind of look or whatever and deshaun goes Today's episode, he didn't say it like this, but basically it was like, and today's episode is brought to you by Dolce & Gabbana, and every single look that you see on the runway today is by Dolce & Gabbana. All the judges wore Dolce, the winning winning teams wore Dolce, and every single talent portion that they had, and the winners got a prize and, like, mentorship from Dolce & Gabbana, which means they are trying to buy back their, like, credibility with marginalized audiences, essentially, because there has been over a decade long's worth of, like, offenses from Dolce & Gabbana specifically that have been very racist against Chinese people, very racist against Black people, like, very, like, exploitative, homophobic even, like, every kind of... Um, as Travel would say... Fat ph- phobic yes, as well. and as Travel would say, all the opias and isms... Um, how that's so it's gross. gross. What that's gross and makes me feel really bad that like where's the integrity? Yeah. Like where's the person who should have said, um, no, we're not taking your fucking money. You know, Deshaun always wears Dolce, custom Dolce looks on the show. So I wasn't hugely surprised. It appeared there was like a little bit of a relationship there, but like I'll bet you, I bet you Law made it happen. Like, Law has talked about how he still works with Dolce and stuff um, on in, in interviews before. I mean, and, and Dolce & Gabbana is making, like, a very concentrated, almost, like, pop cultural blitzkrieg yeah, right now. Are. Because I don't know if you were really aware of this, but they dressed the entire Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Barker wedding in a way. Yeah, they did all of the looks for all the Kardashians for the whole wedding weekend in a way where it almost looked like 
a campaign. Whoa. So they're really like they are trying to use their money to just buy their way back into pop culture's good graces and it's working. I mean, they're never going to go away. I mean, in, in fashion specifically, they are an iconic fashion house. That's it's that's always been true. So, you know, it's not surprising to me that a lot of people are going to cross the lines and go ahead and wear it, but it's like, yeah, it kind of sucks for everyone in the show though because I'll bet you there are people on the show that really hated that and didn't want to do it, but they have no say because it means they don't have a job. But like Jamila, like that with everything she stands for. I mean, like, girl, we're rooting for you. But I was like, what? Get the Dolce off the screen. I'm not watching that. But you know which faggot I was watching? (laughs) As I said before, and as I said, I think last episode, I'm having like a Ewan McGregor renaissance. And when I watched Down With Love with our friend Lala last week, she asked if I'd ever seen I Love You, Philip Morris. And I hadn't. Have you seen it? I watched it like when it came out ages ago. I watched it for the first time this weekend and loved it. It's pretty funny. It is now my... It's like my favorite gay love story. And like kind of joking, but also kind of not. Um, if I, I don't know how I missed it when it first came out. It came out in 2009. But um, I didn't know like it's based on a true story. I thought the the romance between Ewan and Jim Carrey was so sweet and like adorable. The scene where they're dancing together in their prison cell. And I loved how just fucking gay it it's was. It's really gay. Like it was, it's really gay. And you know what it reminded me? It reminded me that gay people are so much more interesting than straight people. Every single time. And also this, you know, for those at home being like, but it was played by two straight people. First of all, allegedly. Second of all, we we have <laughs> first of all I don't I don't second care. of all I don't second of care. all well, I feel like the the Rose Damu rule is very important and the Rose Damu rule goes as follows which is if a straight man plays gay in anything he has to take it up the butt in the first five minutes of the thing and in this movie it is taken up the butt very quickly. I would not say that that's an official. No, you rule. said that to me. You said that to me, very crystal clear. I think we were talking. We were. I, actually, I may have said it jokingly. Because, we were talking um, about in the first five minutes of Halston. Literally, which that's also, yes, which that's also what I was stars say. Ewan yes, McGregor. We were talking about Halston. In the first five minutes of Halston, which also stars Ewan McGregor, he gets fucked in the ass within the first yes. five minutes. And so I do believe. You know what? I believe that if an actor has at one point played a role in which they got fucked in the ass on screen. It's okay for them to play gay forever. But, Just kidding. With but I love you, Philip Morris. Look, 2009, 2009 was like a different yeah. time. This is back when, you know, men were still playing trans women and like representation, whatever. But... It's just like a fun gay movie. It's a really sweet, weird, funny gay love story. And I had a great time watching it. And it gets something that is like my favorite thing in gay shit, which is gay people that are despicable. Like gay people that yeah, are morally be, be gay, corrupt. Do crimes. Yes. My favorite, yeah. favorite gay thing. people are, are bad. bad. Gay people can be bad. And I love a movie that acknowledges that queer people can be imperfect. Be gay, do exactly. crimes. Exactly, 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 exactly. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When we started being friends, there's a lot of things that I pressured you into engaging yes, with. And I do think that Housewives is one of Housewives them. Housewives is maybe the most concrete example because there are a lot of people in my life telling me to watch Housewives and I did not listen to them until a one rose you was like, no, no, no. Real deal. This is what you should do. And you gave me a lot of really good... Um, I think, honestly... Housewives is a very intimidating franchise to overcome because there's so much of it. And you gave me, you know, an idea of how to start. And I think that was what was really helpful. Yes, I, I, I think if you are going to start a Housewives journey and listen, I'm not telling anyone out there that they need to do that because it is something that will, that will rule your life if, in a really ugly way. Rule if not way. ruin. Yes, rule and ruin. But 
if you are interested, it is, I think, important to figure out which franchise you will vibe with the most. And then from there, what is the right season or era of that franchise to start with? Because I don't think it's true that you can just like, not for everyone at least, I don't think it's true that you should pick a season and start at the beginning. Although I will say, I think to me, the best Housewives franchises are ones that I can go back to the first season and it's good from the beginning. But I know that that it's not true with every city. Yeah, and and Rose and I are going to talk about, you know, uh, the seasons, the the franchises that we do watch and like what makes them unique or thematically interesting or whatever. But I do think that the, the first season of New York is exactly what you described. Just this sublime, completely perfect kind of era of TV that you can watch over and over again. I think the first four seasons of New York are just like, a, there's a lot of ways to do it, but like I think if you watch the first four season, seasons of New York, it's like a perfect crash pad into the world that is Real Housewives. Yes, and there have been multiple eras of Real Housewives of New York. I think there have been eras like of the franchise in and of itself. Like there was a time when these shows were very like small and scrappy and like about these people's real lives. And then they crossed a certain threshold where these women were famous because they were housewives, but in a way that the show never really addressed because it would be breaking the fourth wall. And now we're in an era of the fourth wall has been broken a little bit. And I think every iteration of housewives, every city, deals with that in its own ways. I think probably the the way we see it happening now the most is when um, a cast member has some kind of real-life legal yeah. drama, and that's how the real world becomes part of Real Housewives. Um, so it's, it's just very interesting to see how this has all changed. And, you know, like, this is a, an entire like, area of pop culture. There have been books written about it. There's so many Housewives podcasts and, like... And ours is really trying to not be one. We're sorry for all the Housewives recaps, but, like, look. But I think we do, like, we do it pretty um, sparingly. Obviously, right now, the main focus of Housewives is Beverly Mm -hmm. Hills. I think, like, Beverly Hills is, in a way... The crown jewel of Housewives, because I think it has, I think New York has seated that mm-hmm. spot, and Beverly Hills is Taking the one. A bit, yeah, she she is yeah. the girl, um, and is certainly the one airing right now that people seem to be the most interested in. Also, largely because of the real life. And drama. I think New York and Beverly Hills are kind of they're two examples of housewives that are very different in like execution, but like, I think they are kind of the best of the best in terms of cast members, in terms of drama, in terms of like seasons, long longevity of like what makes the shows good. But I think to kind of differentiate, I think it's important to differentiate them because first of all, the girls in Beverly Hills make the girls in New York look like pobrecito, like very like, you know, just like poor (laughs) almost, but like the New York girls 
are socialites and they're very grounded in the reality of being socialites, of getting very drunk out at night and like engaging in antics that way and finding drama that way. New York New York is simply more fun yeah. and Beverly Hills is more glam. Yeah, New York is a little more human. New York has a little more wit. I think a kind of classic New York wit is injected in the show, specifically with Bethany, who is kind of the narrator of the of the whole show for all the seasons that she's in. Um, and I think she really is such a stronghold for what that show stands for. And if you don't know who Bethany is, she's just kind of like, I mean, I don't even know how to describe her. She's kind of just a psychotic, like, amazing clapbacker clap <laughs> who is... She's a yes, girl boss. And she's very good at crystallizing exactly what's going on and dictating it. There's there's really no bullshit. And that's why Bethany is so great on Housewives is because she says exactly what she thinks at all and times. And she's so relatable, but also an egomaniac. So it makes her like very manic and like make bad decisions sometimes. Where like in Beverly Hills, it's Lisa Vanderpump right you know and her objectivity compared to like bethany's is like opulence not being relatable being very like proper and having a kind of air about her that's all about like class elitism pompousness like i think that i, I don't know i think the, those two as like archetypes for each franchise like t- set you up for what to expect from like the rest of the show well it's interesting how every franchise has someone who is kind of clearly the protagonist mm. um, or like the show is centered around them and their social circle. And it's usually like that the show started that way and then kind of spun out as new cast members came in and out. Um, like rounding out I, what I would say is the trio of the best housewives iterations would be Atlanta. I think Atlanta, New York, and Beverly Hills are top three. And so, like, in the early days of Atlanta, I would say, you know, Nene was really the protagonist of the show. And I do think that Candy eventually became that. Although, at times, it was also kind of Cynthia. Um, But then, like, you go and look at Beverly Hills, and, like, Kyle has always been the protagonist of Beverly Hills and like continues to be, even though she's fucking boring. But you know, in the early seasons, everything was very much from her point of view. And she was the one who had family drama because her sister was on the show. Her other sister is on the show now. And that is when housewives is at its best is when it's not um, drama between two people who like have become best friends for TV. And like, it's being fabricated between them but real-life interpersonal drama that is finding its way onto TV because there are cameras around. Like, that's that's one reason why I think the early seasons of New Jersey mm. are so good is beca- and continue to be is because a lot of the people on the show are related. And so you're seeing, like, real family shit playing out on this, you know, in this under these insane you know, Truman Show circumstances. You stole my goddamn house! Um, a Beverly Hills reference. Uh, to, to go back to the Nini of it all, it must be said that Nini helped Housewives as an, as an entire franchise transcend in the culture. Like, her Absolutely. as a meme queen and her completely, like, unre- irreplicable ability to grab attention from literally any scene is like 
brought Housewives as a whole to another level, which is why Nene is the highest paid housewife in the history of Housewives. And it's also why Nene, when she had her very public like breakup with Bravo, she said to Andy, no one knew who you were until they knew who I was. So you better put some respect on my name. And I was like, period, mama. It's true. And you know what I realized recently is that... Um, like in the way that the that the fourth wall is being broken, that's even now started to apply to Andy mm-hmm. too, because he only ever showed up for the reunions. Mm-hmm. And in the the last episode I saw of Beverly Hills, the current season, because I'm still behind, they were showing pictures from his baby mm-hmm. shower. And that's not something that would have happened a couple seasons ago. They would not have referenced him outside of the no the, the the breaking of the fourth wall is very interesting to me but i think that the times that it does happen I, I do it does become more riveting to me like i mean i think a little bit about um the second season of beverly hills which is you know one of the hardest seasons to watch but also one of the most dramatic we're in taylor armstrong's but now, but now we've said yes it. which again like this is another way that like ha- housewives like transcends through culture and then we say things that we didn't even know come from housewives which i didn't know and now we said it comes from the second season of beverly hills a la camille Grammer, who used to be one of my favorite housewives of all time until she had such a very public um uh, meltdown about how much she loves brett kavanaugh <laughs> um but anyways i was gonna say when taylor armstrong's very corrupt and a physically and emotionally abusive husband commit suicide it was like the breaking of the fourth wall to the max and you know what happens in that season is very unfortunate yet i remember as a viewer being like oh my god and i felt similarly with denise's season um when you Bravo, 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 which if you don't know the context for that, there's an iconic moment where Denise basically is like, she's basically over filming and she says, bravo, 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 as if like saying bravo means that you are no, you can't, you can't use the footage anymore. Um, and apparently that comes that that um, originates from Lisa Vanderpump, who used to do it in early seasons of Beverly Hills when she was like in her makeup trailer and she wasn't ready for camera. She'd be like, no, 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 you can't film yet. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Um, but Denise, who had only been on the show for like two seasons, thinks that she's good enough to use it when the girls in actuality, apparently never act, never break character like that. What do you think of the breaking character of it all? Do you think they're playing characters or do you think they're playing themselves or both? How? I think that there is a spectrum okay. of it. There are some people who I absolutely believe cannot not be who Ramona. they are. Like someone like Teresa mm. Judice, who is, you would look at the things she does and you would think like, this is, this this is like so crazy that no one could make this up. And I really do believe that she is just that kind of insane person. And like she, you know, she flipped the table in the first season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Like that's just who she is. I'm sure as the years have gone by, she has learned that it is better for her to give into her impulses because it makes good Mm -hmm. TV. Like, I think that becomes a slippery slope. So I do think that I'm sure there are some people who come on the show and it's usually, I think the, you know, friends of, or like new housewives who like only last a season who come on and think they can 
do a bit, play a character, mm. and no, it doesn't it work out. Works. Because we like the housewives who really are seem genuine, even if that's like in a bad way. But I would say that for the most part, everyone is performing a heightened version of mm. themselves. And like this is something we've talked about like in our own lives. Like something that we do on a much smaller scale on social media, these women are doing on a much bigger scale on TV. Yeah. And I think like I think Ramona to me is the the most crystal clear example of someone who literally cannot be anything other than herself. Like she is yeah. so horrible <laughs> and says such flagrantly yeah. racist things on camera. Um, Mary Cosby of Salt Lake is also like that, where it's like this woman does not care if the cameras are here or not. She's not performing. This is she is just an asshole. Honestly, I think Kim Richards is kind of that. Uh, Kathy, Kathy Hilton yeah. as well. I think they're they're very mm-hmm. themselves, and I think Kim is very kind of the opposite of Kyle, who is very aware of the cameras, very aware of strategy, how she appears on camera. Um, but Kyle's very good at it. She's good at making herself feel human, and you know the door, the girl next door. Like she thinks of herself as the girl next door. She thinks she's like the beating heart of the show. I think she's kind of a boring cast member but she is boring but i think that's part of i think that's part of what works is she's always involved in the drama but she but not enough to the point where she really burns bridges the only time we saw that was with her and lisa vanderpump which and look who won like kyle was the one who stayed on the show and lisa left although you know you can you can argue about whether or not that's winning like maybe lisa won she got to leave she got to be the one who left like on her terms. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. 
dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. I think Lisa really captures what it means to be a great housewife. I think she has a lot of qualities. What do you think makes like a, a good housewife? Someone who is aware that they're on television in both a good way and a bad way. Like someone who knows that they're on TV, so they are amping things up. And also someone who knows they're on TV, and so they're not going to be a like an absolute total 100% fucking mess. Like, I want you to forget the cameras are there sometimes, but, like, for the most part, you know, you, you know that they're mm. there. Like... Luann. Um, Luann. Exactly yes. Luann to me is... it. Luann to me is God to your housewife because so much of what she does on camera is performative. She is a meme of herself. But she doesn't let that get in the way of being a mess. Like, we've seen Luann fall down. We've seen two of her marriages fall apart. We've seen her, like, go to prison, deal with her drinking problems. Like, she knows the value of being a mess on TV. And she, I think, tries to fix it all the time. And when she tries to fix it, she makes it worse. And I, and and a lot of times, you know, when it's not very dark, when it's, like, more in the funny periods, like, it is, like, it's it's what makes her it's what makes housewives in general so fun most of the time, which is like camp in its purest form. Camp that's like not aware of itself. And Luann has no idea that when she says eggs a la Francais, like she doesn't know that what she's saying is ridiculous, but she's saying it for the camera. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. It's so perfect. And you know, in recent years I think she has been more aware of that like I think her whole you know cabaret moment is her leaning into the camp of it all and playing up the character but you know she still she still has like the the fact that she's a fucking nightmare to balance that out every day of my life I regret not seeing the Countess and Friends live I I I I, I, I know we if it comes back we need to do you to think go. she's gonna come back She'll come back with with Sonia. Yeah. Sonia doing a dance where her top accidentally falls off or whatever. Well, because now she and Sonia are doing a spinoff show oh, that's yeah. like the simple. Oh my life. god, that sounds insane! But also is a perfect show idea. We have to talk about the fact that the best part of any housewife season 
is when they go it's on vacation. It's the girls' trips. Um, it, it's the girls' trip, and which is why Ultimate Girls' Trip, the show, was so good because it combined that like vacation thing with also what we've been talking about, like the breaking the yes. fourth wall aspect in but, a Housewives All Stars version. Yes, but there have been some truly iconic trips, and obviously the best one ever. Scary, scary island. island. I mean, debatable. Scary but island. Yeah, I think it's scary island. What do you think is better? I mean, oh god, there the, the Beverly Brand. Hills takes Brand. a really there's good nothing. Tokyo trip. The Berkshires. There's a lot of Berkshires episodes. Sure, but but Kelly Ben yeah. Simone versus Bethany. Go to sleep. Like Kelly Ben Simone is someone who you absolutely know that she is. A total fucking psycho, and, a and does not even realize that there are cameras following her. And she's her around. really and, dumb. like, I mean, a lot of them are really, really dumb. Like a lot of the housewives, especially the New York housewives, like operate at like a fourth grade reading level. Like they they really <laughs> they really yeah. cannot. And like Kelly really like does herself dirty over and over again because like a lot of times and something that's kind of hard to watch about the show sometimes and specific to Kelly is that she so clearly doesn't know what's going on sometimes. Like she like Mm -hmm. is actually having such a hard time following why she's mad about something or justifying. She she has has no no idea idea how to debate. She has no idea how to back an argument. Like they just have no idea a lot of these housewives, like Kelly, have no idea how to navigate what should be extremely simple moments of conflict resolution in human relationships. Um, and because none of them are in therapy, well, actually, some of the New York girls are in therapy um, these days because, like, therapy has, you know, become a little more mainstream quote-unquote but like in early seasons like no house in early seasons of the show no housewives are in therapy and it makes them all really really messy um i'd be curious to know actually what your thoughts what your thoughts are about housewives when it started in the golden seasons of new york beverly hills and atlanta and then what it feels like now. Yeah, I, I do think a lot of it centers around the fact that they weren't they weren't famous and there wasn't the culture around Bravo mm. yet where they were doing Watch What Happens Live and they were like doing like Spawn and that there was a whole culture and economy around Housewives. So it was really all about the show itself. And they were not celebrities outside of it. And so the drama was very much focused on what happened on the show. And now I think the drama plays out in so many different ways. Like these girls are fighting on social media. They're like going Mm -hmm. to prison. They're like, you know, in huge legal battles like Erica Jane or like Jen Shaw. They're getting like magazine covers or, you know, like they're, they're having successes that like are in the real world. It does kind of feel like Housewives is like the reality show version of the MCU. (laughs) And like at the beginning, there were a couple independent movies that people liked watching. And now it is a sprawling (laughs) multiverse that has become this cultural monolith. And that is like, it is, it is like actually impossible to not engage with at least some of it. And honestly, like on the topic of like then and now, the some the part of this multiverse that I'm really not pleased with 
and yet I cannot stop talking about because it is very interesting to me, is the way that for the first time in Housewives history, they're all talking about racism. You know what I mean? Because the show, every single franchise, has been almost 100% agnostic of, like, any sort of discussion of, like, race or, like, justice or, like, you know, like, they're, it's very antithetical to woke culture. And you can tell that the producers produce around politics and produce around the fact that they're all Republicans, right? And, and and cast around them because for a very long time, exactly. the f- different franchises were segregated. Uh, exactly, exactly. And now they're realizing that um, diversity is a thing um, and they're casting diversely. And that, of course, means that these women are going to have conversations about it. I honestly think it started with um, Carol's seasons of New York, which took, which were, you know, the Trump election era... Um, the era where Luann did blackface and also some offensive things about indigenous people in this country. And then that all, and then that went into like diverse casting. Then it went into, you know, the 2020s that we're in now. Um, and it's really hard to watch these women have these conversations because the majority of them have no fucking idea what they're talking about. And I don't really want to hear them talk about it because a lot of them are like disseminating misinformation. Yeah, and like I mean there's like a there's a problematic part of this in that a lot a lot of what is so great about housewives is the escapism of it. And so I feel bad when when one of those moments happens and I'm like, "Ugh, like this is not what I want out of this show. Like I don't want to see what's happening in the real world being reflected here, but like I guess it it should be like these women have so much insane privilege and that, you know, that should be um, disrupted. Um, They should have to reckon with it, but it's, it's like not, it's never going to be a real housewife show is not the right circumstances to get a psychopath like Ramona Singer to reckon with the fact that she's racist. And it, and I still don't understand why Ramona has a job. Like, to this day. Like, women have been fired for yeah. things that are way worse than what Ramona does on an episode-by-episode basis. Something I'll also say that's really ugly about how these women handle conversations like this is now they're figuring out how much they can weaponize social media or weaponize woke culture to prove points or to get what they want. I'm wading into very murky territories here. So Jen Shaw is this really, really horrible cast member of Salt Lake City, a franchise you don't watch yet. All you need to know is that she is like Ramona level, horrible, destructive. Well, I know I know who she is. I watched I watched half of the first season. Of okay, Salt she's Lake City. a bad person. She's a bad person to a lot of people and to everyone in her life. And now she's had a huge legal battle that everyone knows about where she's basically embezzled, you know, up a billion dollars from like disabled people, old people, just like um vulnerable, vulnerable classes of people. And so on the reunion of the most recent season, she went out of her way so many times to say, and I shit you not, this is not an exaggeration. She was like, if you don't believe me, you don't support women of color. That's literally what this woman is, is saying. And she, she like, it's, it's actually that rudimentary and baseline stupid. 
Um, she is like flattening like what it means to be a brown person in, in this country to her advantage to like circumnavigate responsibility around something really horrible that she did that she is not copying to. And like, you know, everything that happened to her family in the wake of all this, everything that happened to her kids and her husband, like that I'm taking out of this, like that is horrible and no one should ever go through it. But like to just say point blank, like support me because I'm a brown person, like, come on. And then Jenny also in this season did a version of the same thing. And it's just like, I, I actually like, don't want to hear these women use the word gaslighting anymore, which you haven't watched the most recent of Beverly Hills, but Kyle tries to use the word gaslighting at least three different times. And each time she use it and probably has no idea what it is. No idea. And she, but she knows the cultural power of a word like gaslighting and how it transcends on yeah. Twitter. And so she's able to say it knowing that there will be people who will support her or Jen Shaw or whoever blindly because they've been, you know, conditioned to support people that support woke culture, so to speak. <laughs> it's crazy. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.
Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. If you were a housewife, what would your uh, tagline be? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's childhood trauma. <laughs> I, it's 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 work. It's work, being workshopped. What about you? I may not be a real woman, but I am a real housewife. No, 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 no. We're workshopping <laughs> think, that one too. I do think. I do think the all-time best one is Bethany saying, "I may not be a housewife, but I am real." Like. <laughs> That's so good. Bethany is so good at doing this specific thing, and I hope that she comes back. Although, have you have you been fed her on TikTok? No, at thank all? God. I, I have the, the algorithm has not punished me in that way. Every every time she comes up, it's like a jump scare because <laughs> she, I guess, is like trying to be a, a beauty TikToker, no. and so it's always her really close to the screen putting on eye makeup, and it's really frightening. I mean, I love Bethany, but yeah, no, she really cannot use social media to save her life, not properly. I love Bethany too, but I love her on yeah. Housewives. All the other things she's tried to do, you know, Be Strong is great. I'm like, you know, what? that's great. She's a humanitarian, yeah. whatever. But, like, that HBO Max show she did oh was kind Terrible. of dumb. Her podcast, I listened to one episode of it. I was like, nope. I I like her very specifically in the context of Housewives, and that's where I want her. You know what? And and I do hope she comes back. That is actually true for me for every housewife. To this day, I do not follow a single real housewife on Instagram. Not one. Oh, I follow a couple of them, but it is very specific. I do not give out a housewife's follow no. Unless I'm truly committed. I think the the only housewives I currently follow are Luann and Sonia. <laughs> I used to follow Sonia, but but I unfollowed. Yeah, I, I just I only want them in the show. Also, just side note, um that that housewife tagline, I, I may not be a housewife. Was that the season where there was a season of New York where every single cast member either was not a wife or didn't have a house. <laughs> because remember, like, Tinsley, like, was homeless for a while, and then Sonia, yeah. like, sold well, her that's place. The thing, like... <laughs> that's the thing with New York, especially, is that all of them are poor now. Yes, they're that's all That's why this so most poor. recent season of New York was such a flop. It's and it's like, like, you're gonna go to the Turkish baths? Oh my none god. None of them like, have girls. money. It's all fake. Like, they're all, like, they all have, like, judgments against them. Yeah. Um, and they're not good at stoking conflict anymore. And then they put in Ebony K. Williams, who is trying to ground them all in a reality, but... It just, it just didn't work. And I, I'm, 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 just, I'm glad that New York is being rebooted. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how that happens, because I don't, I don't know if you kind of, like, read in depth the, the interview with Andy Cohen about what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, for the virgins, what, what happened? For the virgins. They are doing, I think, two new versions of Housewives of New York, which is one will be rebooted with a different cast, and then one will be kind of like a spinoff with the 
the the legacy stars and i don't know mm. maybe that's the sonia and luann show maybe that's the spot that that's filling or maybe there will be another thing but, i think um, it's a really good solve i mean you have probably said like if not to me on this show like fire all of them like you yeah. really wanted them all gone yeah i want them all gone i want to start from scratch start from scratch are you watching any of the new franchises have you watched dubai yet no, I, I want to watch Dubai. I love Salt Lake City slash Salt Lake City honestly came very close to dethroning Beverly Hills as my favorite franchise. It was that good and remains that good, but I think it needs a little more time before it becomes that iconic, you know? Hmm. Um, what about you? I, I haven't watched any of the newer ones. You know, Potomac seems like so the big good. the biggest, like, blind spot for me because I really have tried and I just can't find someone in it to latch onto Mm. to make me feel invested and I've tried like the different ways people told me like oh skip the first season skip the second season but every time I've tried I just like haven't found the right entry point so I say start with season five and the thing with housewives is I already watch way too much housewives I really don't need to watch more housewives but you know, the next time I'm home in Florida and I'm at my mom's house and there's a marathon on TV, I absolutely will just tune in. And that's the great thing about Housewives is you can just plug in at really any moment and there will always be a recap. You will always get immediately like what's going on, who hates who. And that is beautiful. Nicki Minaj mediating the Potomac reunion was so amazing and it exceeded expectations it was so wackadoodle like not what i expected to happen um but damn they really committed to that and she was so good i think you know if i were to give prescriptions for potomac or honestly just all the franchises that i watch obviously you need to watch all of salt lake city and i think it's really easy to get into it Um, for any virgin to Salt Lake, starting from episode one. With Potomac, I think start from episode five and then watch to current, which I think is only three seasons total. Um, That is when there's a fight that happens between Monique and Candace that sets a whole new wave of drama in motion and I think establishes the relationships between all the characters very easily. Um, New York, I think it's watch the first four, then... I think, I don't know. And then you get into Sonia. I think Sonia's like season five or six. Yeah, but right? I think you skip the seasons with Heather. Yes, skip you, the Heather you skip, seasons. You only watch New York when Bethany's on it. That's yes. really what it is. Yes, that is what it is. Um, but don't watch the Bethany Carroll season that has the Trump election because that one that is, is not good. the worst, most triggering episode of Horrible. TV I have ever watched is Horrible. when they're waiting for the results of the t- 2016 Horrible. election. I don't ever want to see it or think about it again. No, it was fucked up. Um, you know, I will say the, the woman with the wooden leg, that was not a Bethany season. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it, the, the only thing fake about me is this. Yeah. <laughs> Aviva Drescher, her wooden um, leg. Aviva. Aviva. But really, like, I mean, to be full circle about this, like, I do think that the first couple seasons of Beverly Hills are some of the best reality TV housewives, period. Also, the first Agreed. couple seasons of Atlanta are incredible. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like, 
I- I'm not going to say if you are not a person who watches Housewives again, like I do not want to give you this disease that we have. Yeah. But I hope that at least if you have decided to contract it, that these recommendations may help you do it in a safe yeah. way. This is harm reduction. We'll be back next week with a discussion on The Devil Wears Prada with comedian Nori Reed. So excited about that. Make sure you're wearing your cerulean Chanel boots. And tell us what you want us to talk about next, whether it's a um, movie, book, TV show, cultural phenomenon. We want to hear from you. You can call to confess at 323-PENANCE. That's 323-736-2623. You can also slide into our DMs at likeavirgin42069. Tag us, comment. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out, even if it's, you know, like a little bit sassy. Uh, I'm your co-host Rose Damu, and you can find me at Rose Damu anywhere you want on social media. And I'm Fran. You can find me at Fran Squishco wherever you want on social media. Please subscribe to Like a Virgin anywhere you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating on Spotify or review on Apple Podcasts. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producer is Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman, Julian Weller, Jess Cranechich, and Nikki Etor. Until next week, See you later, virgins. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education selection and value like diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at diamonds direct won't last long details at diamondsdirect.com happy pride from tomboy x celebrating pride and the queer community all year queer founded queer run and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.